Hey everybody, Max Kevin here, Slow Cutie Podcast, not too long. Oh, well, I woke up this morning, you know, went to work, do-do-do, went to work, do-do-do, walking, walking to the train, you know, I got like a little 15-minute, 20-minute walk to the train in the morning from my house, you know, and it's real, it's next to like a street, so it's real noisy, you know, and then sometimes the trains drive by, so it's, and they're like going on the tracks, it's like, noise, you know, as they're like turning on the tracks, like, God damn it, train, this is so loud, shut up, you know. And, uh, you know, so I got my noise-canceling noise headphones, you know, of course, but I put them in today. Put my noise-canceling headphones in today. They don't, they don't make the little beeping sound, you know? They're like, usually when you put them in and they connect to your phone, they're like, boo-da-doo, you know? Put them in my ear, I don't hear the boo-da-doo sound. I'm like, what? What's going on with these goddamn earphones, you know? And then I look at my, my phone, they're not connected. I'm like, what? what do you mean you're not connected? And then I, I try to, I hit the, the Bluetooth pairing, and it's like... This device cannot be found. I was like, what, what do you mean you can't find it? It's right there. It's right next to you. It's, it's, you're practically touching. You're practically, you're kissing right now. Oh, God. No, so anyway, uh, I don't know. It didn't, uh, I think the battery was dead. That's what happened. The battery was dead. So. Nothing, nothing to ruin my day. Nothing ruins my day like, like starting off with no noise-canceling headphones in the morning. Oh, God, that's the worst. Oh, anyway, okay, let's talk about the UFC. Let's talk about the UFC. We got a hot card, UFC 290. Only 10 more until 300, dude. Fucking UFC 290. This is a hot card, dude. This is a, this is a hot... This is hot. We got we got a lot of great fights, dude. Should I start from the, I start from the top? Yeah. Okay, I'll start from the top. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Yair Rodriguez. Uh, it's going to be a great fight. Man, there's a lot of great fights on this one. Uh, it's going to be a great fight here. Of course, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, many, many people say he's he's the GOAT of the division. I don't, I don't, I disagree. I think Aldo, Jose Aldo is the GOAT of the division. Um, Volkanovsky is uh, definitely, he's definitely uh, very good. Of course, he's getting up there in age there. You know, he's 34 years old. He just had, he just lost to, uh, to uh, Islam Makhachev there. Yeah, Rodriguez, man, he uh, he's looking he is looking really good recently. He's been looking really good. His last loss, his last loss to Max Holloway, he was looking pretty good, even though he lost. He was looking good, you know. And uh, you know, Yair Rodriguez, he's got those kicks. He's got those. He's very creative, you know. He's very unpredictable and creative, you know. So I feel like he definitely has a shot there. Some people are writing him off, but uh, I think he definitely has a shot there. He could he could he could definitely do a head kick or something. He could definitely head kick Volkanovski, but I don't know. That probably won't happen. I have a feeling Volkanovski is probably gonna do what he usually does. You know, just counter punch. You know, judge the distance, make adjustments, maybe do some wrestling, probably do some ground and pound. I don't know. Yair's got some good jujitsu, but uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like Volkanovski's ground and pound. Of course, uh, I was thinking about I was thinking about putting some money on Yair, but it's, he's only plus he's plus three hundred. You know, I, I don't know. I think if it was plus five hundred, I'd do it, but uh, not for plus three hundred. Those odds those odds aren't good enough. Those odds aren't good enough. Then of course we've got Brandon Moreno versus Alexandre Pantoja, and uh, this should also be a great fight, man. Alexandre Pantoja, this guy's uh, this guy's a beast. He's a beast, and of course he's he already fought Brandon Moreno twice. I guess one of them was like a amateur fight or was unsanctioned or whatever because it didn't. I looked on the, I looked up their records and uh, their official records. They only fought once, but like everyone's saying they fought twice, and I guess that was on the Ultimate Fighter or something, so it didn't count as a real fight. But uh, yeah, Pantoja he uh, he already beat him twice. 
You know, this is like uh, this is like the Adesanya versus uh, Alex Pereira. You know, he uh, he already beat him twice there. But uh, of course, that was five years ago. So at that time, Brandon Moreno was like 23, 24. Pantoja was 28. You know, so Pantoja was entering his prime there, and Brandon Moreno was just a little little cute little boy. You know, little cute little little cute little Mexican boy. Training in Tijuana. Uh, now it's five years later, of course. Pantoja, he's uh, 33 years old, so he's out of his prime. And uh, Brandon Moreno's 29, so he's he's uh, he's in his prime. He's right he's right there. He's smack dab in the middle there. So I think Brandon Moreno should probably take that one. But uh, betting on Pantoja, Pantoja might not be a bad bet. This I think this is probably gonna be the closest fight of the night. This will probably be the closest. Yep. Yep. And Pantoja is what plus he's plus one eighty. That's not not too bad. Not too bad. I think that's that's probably the that's probably the best bet of the night for the most return. Is that one? But I'm not betting. I'm not betting on that one either. I'm not betting on that one either. And then of course we got Robert Whitaker versus Drickus Duplessis. And uh, and uh, yeah, Drickus is uh, is terrible. I don't know. He's gonna get destroyed. I'm pretty sure. You know. I mean, some people are saying like he he's got a puncher's chance. I don't know. I don't. See, I've seen him fight. This guy, he, he doesn't have. I don't. Like he beat Till. He beat Darren Till, and he beat he beat uh, Derek Brunson. But uh, both those guys suck, and he didn't even look that good. You know, he didn't he didn't look that good. So I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know if he has this. I guess his wrestling's pretty good, but. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, now that I think about it, Rob, Bobby Knuckles, he hasn't faced too many wrestlers, you know, even, I guess the biggest wrestler he faced was, uh, was, uh, was, uh, not Cannon, not, uh, how can I, Ro- yeah, Yoel Romero was probably the biggest, uh, wrestler he faced, but Romero doesn't even like to wrestle, you know, he's a wrestler that doesn't wrestle, so, I'm trying to look, yeah, he's faced Adesanya, Gaslam. Tori, Adesanya, yeah, no, he hasn't faced any wrestlers, so yeah, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe Drinkus could do some wrestling there, try to, try to steal some rounds there, but uh, I don't think so, I think, I think, uh, Bobby Knox is just gonna knock him out, gonna knock him out, of course, uh, okay, then we got, uh, Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker, and, uh, Dan the Prostitute Hooker. Of course, Dan Hooker, he uh, dyed his hair blonde, or he bleached his hair. I don't know, he's trying to go Super Saiyan. He's trying to hang out with, uh, with, uh, Oliveira, Charles Oliveira. Uh, I don't think that's gonna, I don't think that's gonna help. Dan Hooker hasn't looked, he hasn't looked good in any of his fights. His last good fight was against Dustin Poirier. I think he, that fucking, that war, that war with Dustin Poirier, that was like, what, three years, four years ago? He hasn't been the same since then. He hasn't been the same since then. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, I think put, I put Jalen Turner in one of my parlays there. Then, uh, then, of course, we got Bo Nickel. Bo, I like to knee guys in the balls and pretend it never happened, Nickel. Bo, knee to the balls, Nickel. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to fight this dude, Trace and Gore, but that guy got hurt, and now he's fighting some other dude who's, uh, who's, like, amateur, undefeated. They're both undefeated. I haven't heard of this guy, but he's, uh, he's plus 1,100. Bo Nichols minus twenty four hundred. I think this is this is tied for the biggest uh, discrepancy 
uh, in UFC history, like a uh, betting betting odds history. You know, so uh, I don't know anything about this guy Woodburn, but hey, he might as well put five bucks on him. Plus eleven hundred, five to win fifty, five to win fifty-five. Why not? Why not? Bonego might just be hype train. Who cares? Who knows? Uh, and then of course on the prelims, we got uh, we got Robbie Lauder, Robbie the Brawler Lawler, forty-one years old. Uh, probably should have retired a few years ago. Probably should have retired after that Nick Diaz fight, like, going on. Or not Nick Diaz, Nate. No. Yeah, it was Nick Diaz, not Nate Diaz. He probably should have retired after that one. I don't know why he's still fighting. I guess he needs some more money. Probably needs some more money for his cocaine habit. I don't know if he does cocaine. Anyway, uh, Nico Price should definitely win that one. Just for the uh, age advantage there. He's eight years younger. Robbie Lawler's an old man. Probably shouldn't be fighting anymore. Uh, okay, on the early prelims, we got uh, Tatsuro Taira. He's an up-and-coming hot... Japanese dude, check that one out on the early prelims. Uh, yeah, so I bet. Uh, yeah, I did some parlays here. Let's see what. Let me look at my bets here. Let me look at my bets here. All right. Uh, yeah, but I bet. Uh, I, I bet on some of the underdogs there, cause like the problem is the odds are too shit for the other for the other fight. So I bet. Uh, I bet on Kamula Kirk. Kamula Kirk. Kamula Kirk. Why did I bet on this guy? Kamula Kirk. Yeah, this is the first fight of the early prelims. Kamula Kirk. <laughs> and I think I bet on him just because he has a reach advantage. And, it, and uh, he's 29. The other guy's 27. He's fighting Esteban Ribovics. I think I just like the odds and the reach advantage there. I was like, why not? Five bucks. And then uh, I put, five, uh, put uh, ten bucks on Jesus Aguilar. Jesus Aguilar. He's uh, fighting Sharon Ross. Sharon Ross is a flyweight, 34-year-old flyweight. Way too old for flyweight, bro. Way too old for flyweight. So I put uh, some money on him. Then I put money on Alonzo Menafield. Of course, Alonzo Menafield, he, uh, he's having a rematch. Alonzo Menafield, he's having a rematch with... Uh, what's his name? Uh, why can't I find it right now? Why is he not displaying on here? Alonzo Menafield. Alonzo Menafield. Where are you? Oh, there he is. He's having a rematch with Jimmy Crute. And I think I remember I watched this one. He was, Alonzo Menafield was winning the fight, but then he, uh, he like, grabbed the fence when Jimmy Crute was trying to take him down, so he got the point deducted, so that's why it ended in a draw. And I'm not sure if that takedown would have lost him the fight there, but if I remember correctly, he was winning that, he was winning that fight. Uh, so I think he'll probably win the rematch, and I put some money on him. Uh, then I did a parlay. Jalen Turner, Nico Price. Five bucks. And I did another parlay. Jane Turner, Nico Price, Bobby Knuckles. Another five bucks. And then I did another parlay. Bobby Knuckles, Tesla Tyro, Nico Price. Yeah, I got, man, I got Nico Price on three of my parlays there. He better win. Nico Price, you better win, dude. I got you on three of my parlays. Don't lose to a 41 year old. Oh, man. Ah, this is his retirement fight, too. Robbie Lawler's probably going to be fighting his heart out. Maybe that was a bad idea to put him on three parlays. Oopsies. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. It's just five bucks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.